0: Talk Radio.
1: I'm going to talk to you today from the subject, a technique that does the trick. And remind you also that I don't let my subject interfere with what I have to say. A bit of definition for a moment. Let's define the word technique. Technique, a method of accomplishing a desired aim, a method of accomplishing a practical purpose. Technique, a method of accomplishing a practical purpose. So today I'm going to talk about a method and methods of achieving and maintaining health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money. And of course, we're always talking about this. Because the science of living, as we call it, is a technology of living. And we're constantly giving you practical ways and means of accomplishing your good aims. I want to share with you this subject from a success idea by the same name, a technique that does the trick. And I want to talk about the success idea for just a moment. Everything in your life comes from the ideas in your mind, and you're never going to get any further in life than the ideas in your mind. And each month, I publish what I call a spoonful of positive ideas for you to feed to your mind, to nourish it, so that it will be strong in achieving the purpose that you desire. A success idea can take anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes to read. But when you take this extra time each day to read and to study and to contemplate upon a powerful idea, it will make a difference in your life. Because again, the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. In this success idea, technique that does the trick, I refer to a very interesting technique used by a very rich and successful man, the way he begins his day. I didn't name him in the success idea, but I'll tell you who he is now. It's W. Clement Stone. And he uses the term PMA, positive mental attitude. And it is said that he begins his day every day by saying, I feel good, I feel great, I feel terrific. And I'm sure that if some purely intellectual people were to hear a grown man, a business executive, a multi-millionaire going around shouting, I feel great, I feel good. I feel terrific. They'd probably say, well, you know, maybe we'd better commit him. He's old and senile. But more than that, for years, Mr. Stone, in his organizational meetings and salesmen's meetings, he would teach his sales staff and his organizational people to sing that old Sunday school song, I feel the joy, joy, joy down in my heart. And all of this which I'm explaining is the technique by which one pumps up his feelings. And may I say to you that you should make it a practice every day, and especially in the mornings, to pump up your feelings. Whatever you can do to lift up your feeling nature will lift up your entire experience of life. I want to repeat it again. Whatever you can do to lift up your feeling nature will lift up your entire experience of life. If listening to a particular piece of music makes you feel better, that too is a spiritual mental technique. So many times, you know, people divide between the so-called spiritual and the secular without really understanding the mind science behind things. And may I say to you, whatever is good and right, and it does not hurt you, and it does not harm anyone else, but it helps you to lift up your feeling nature, that is a good spiritual technique. Wherever people get together and rejoice, that's good. That's a good spiritual mental technique for lifting up your feelings. And, of course, this is really the meaning in the Bible where Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. You see, the serpent crawls on its belly, and the belly represents the feeling nature. And you should not go through life crawling on your belly. In other words, with your feelings low. Feeling low. And you remember, for the healing of the people, Moses was instructed to make a brazen serpent and hold it up. And everyone who would look up would be healed and would live. Again, as I said, it really means that we're not to go through life crawling in our feeling nature. But we are rather to lift up our feeling nature to lift up our hearts, to lift up our minds, to lift up our emotions. And we ought to do those things which do not harm us and which do not harm anybody else, which help to lift up our feeling nature. You've got to learn how to be high on happiness. Their wonderful television minister in this area preached a sermon, I believe, once on television. That was the title of it, How to Be High on Happiness Every Day. So every day you should ride a mighty high. You should lift up the serpent, lift up your feelings. Again, that beautiful psalm bespeaks this when it says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. And whatever makes you feel low, like a serpent crawling on its belly, you should leave it alone and lift up your feelings. You should not even go back into your past. And think upon those bad experiences in the past that make you feel low. Stop thinking about that dirty deal that that SOB did you last year. <laughs> it makes you feel low. Be careful how you read that newspaper. For God's sake, don't listen to that news before you go to sleep. That 11 o'clock news will give you a lethal dose of bad vibration. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should live. Again, to define the technique that I'm talking about, it's a technique of lifting up your feelings. You know, I told you that life meets you like you meet life. You see, and you should meet life with a feeling of joy, a feeling of happiness, a feeling of the expectation of good. You know, some of you are are like Brother Job, Sometimes in preaching on Job, the fundamentalist minister would use the subject, why do the righteous suffer? In other words, that's what they're trying to find. Why do good people suffer? And as I've told you, and it bears repeating here, you can be morally straight, but mentally crooked, and you'll suffer You can be morally and ethically straight and correct. But if you do not know how to positively relate to your emotions, the processes of your mind, you will suffer. And this is what happened to Job. I wondered what happened to him too. (laughs) And then I listened to him. As I told you, when people talk to me now about whatever the problem is, this is why I, I don't have long sessions talking to people about their problems anymore. In the first place, within the first few seconds, I can tell what, why they're having those problems. And one of the reasons they're having those problems is because they think about them and talk about them. And when you think about your problem all the time and talk about it all the time, this feeds it. It gets bigger and eats you up. I listened to Job. And I heard him say, the thing I greatly feared has come upon me. So that's what got Job, the thing. So he didn't even know what the hell it was. <laughs> Just like some of you, you don't know why the hell you feel so bad. But you're going around crawling on your belly, feelings dragging in the dirt. Go to the psychiatrist for 10 years and pay him. I'm ten thousand dollars, and he still doesn't know. And these psychiatrists—they have to find some techniques, also, you know, to throw off that stuff you put on them. <laughs> I can tell you a little about this. It's been, it's been my pleasure to share with the psychiatrists at Harvard Medical School, Department of Psychiatry, in Boston. One of my friends, a psychiatrist, told me that at their last convention, the psychiatrist drank more liquor than any convention in the history of that hotel. I won't tell you what city and what hotel. Now, that technique is not a technique that works. That's not the one that I'm talking about. That's not the technique that I'm recommending to you today. You should not have to depend upon alcohol and drugs to get your mighty high, because when you do depend upon these things to get your mighty high you haven't found the real thing yet. Because when you really find the real thing, the presence, the power of God within you, that is the highest high. Job said, the thing I greatly fear has come upon me. Why are some people so fearful? Why are they feeling dragging the ground? Some of them don't know. It's just the thing. Why do you feel so bad? I don't know. Your expensive psychiatrist, he doesn't know. You just feel bad. You have to learn how to lift up your feelings, to lift up your emotions. You should learn to practice every day pumping up your feelings. Ask yourself this question, and it's important. What do I feel that I should be like at certain ages? I want you to write that down. I want you to really study that. What do I feel that I should be like at certain ages? You've got to watch these feelings again. And where did you get these ideas and feelings? Where did I get these ideas and feelings about what I should be like at various ages? And again, I want to warn you, there are just certain things you shouldn't always be saying and telling people. You keep telling people, I am 35. And you keep on going, I am 60. I am 65. And then people project all these things onto you. Just like when people say to me, what sign are you? For God's sake, don't ever tell that. (laughs) You see, that's why I told you, you know, people say, well, Reverend Ike, don't tell me I thought up all these negative things on myself. I didn't think this. I didn't think up this rheumatism. No, the world mind already have these cut and dry negative thoughts ready for you. You see, if you're a Libra, you know, you've got it all cut out for you. (laughs) You don't have to think that up if you under, so-called under the sign, if you mentally put yourself under the sign of Libra, it's all fixed for you. And people say to me, Reverend Ike, what's your sign? I say, the dollar sign. <laughs> in the world mind, in the body of world thought, they are already certain definitions ready made for you before you got here this is the meaning of the scripture born in sin and shaped in in iniquity means that you were born into a world of negative ideas and you permitted these negative ideas to shape your destiny but do not permit your feelings about yourself to be determined by world thought lift up the serpent lift up your feeling nature don't go through life crawling upon your belly And I may say that many more times in the next few minutes before this is over because it's very important. A lot of people may poke fun at this technique of pumping up one's feelings by saying, I feel good. The real intellectual people ask it all the time. Well, Reverend, how can I say I don't feel good if I don't feel good? Yes, that is really the time you ought to say, I feel good. I feel great. I feel terrific. Before I thought of this as a technique, I remember one morning in South Carolina, I just woke up and for some reason, you know, just a blue mood. Phonograph was right beside the bed and I had a good shouting gospel record there. On. And I slapped it on the turntable and turned it up and just made one leap out of bed and started dancing. <laughs> and that was a technique that did the trick. You shouldn't turn on the radio early in the morning, hear all of these wonderful speakers giving you a charge to begin the day. God bless all of those wonderful ministers and programs. You know, whatever turns you on, find something that turns you on that doesn't hurt you and doesn't hurt anybody else. And let that be your technique for pumping up your feelings. Find somebody that turns you on. I think that each person in any kind of relationship should be benefited, should be blessed. I think that there should be a great giving and receiving in every relationship. And don't hang around too long with these people who are always pulling your charge and not giving your charge back. All right. Some of these things may sound strange, and the purely intellectual may poke fun at some of these homespun techniques. But this practice of pumping up feelings has made many men successful and rich and prosperous, and will do the same for you. I use the terminology here, the trick, and here is the trick. Whatever you feel about yourself deep within your heart, your subconscious mind, you can and will be, do and have. Feeling is the trick, but be sure that you never use your mind power to think, wish, or feel evil towards yourself or another, because your ill feelings toward another will get you first. You have to be careful how you relate to your feelings. Another thing, and let me ask you this, do you rule your feelings or do your feelings rule you? Don't answer out loudly. Write it in the first person. Do I rule my feelings or do my feelings rule me? That's a good point where I can make a pitch for Reverend Ike's Sermon, tell your feelings how to feel, tell your mind what to think, tell your feelings how to feel, tell your body how to react. Do I rule my feelings or do my feelings rule me? Do you just sit down and accept whatever feeling that comes along to you? If you are, you're in trouble. Decide how you want to feel, decide what you want to feel and manipulate your feelings in that way. Spend time with people who are of a happy disposition. If there's some sad facts in your life, try to cheer them up. If they won't let you cheer them up, leave them alone. The old saying is, misery loves company. And you know those people who are always feeling bad, they'll even feel worse if you won't feel bad with them. You don't love me because you won't feel bad with me. It has been correctly said, if you feel right about yourself, you can do anything. Let me give you this early morning question. How do I feel about myself today? More than that, let's make it an instant question. How do I feel about myself right now? Let's say that loudly. How do I feel about myself right now? Underlying feel. How do I feel about myself? Don't answer out loudly. This is to be handled in the counsels of your own mind. And as a matter of fact, I think you should ask yourself that question several times a day. How do I feel about myself right now? Because the results that you will achieve are in your present attitude, in your present feeling, in your present disposition. The results that you will achieve in life are just as certain as your feeling about yourself. That's why we call...
0: to hindsight
1: radio this is hindsight radio i represent it the information station changing the nation
0: All right, uh, I'm good now, man. I got this new setup. I'm experimenting, playing with it, um, and um, let me see. Let me, let me, this camera looks a little fuzzy. All right, peace everybody. Okay, y'all can hear me good. Well, got a few more days to the seminar. Looking forward to seeing everybody there. Um so I had to fix that, it's too close up I um, hope everybody's having a peaceful, prosperous uh, Healthy, wealthy life Or day, or week, or year Like I said last night, man I talked to my one of my good friends For over 30 years uh, You know, he did the ritual with us This year this coming new year, and he said he has checked off about three or four of those things that he had on his list for the new year. So what he's basically said was it works. When you put forth, put out your intentions, it does work. I know myself, I've checked off about three or four things myself. I've checked it off. So, the next time we do that ritual, the sky's the limit. You know, put put down as much as you know, big as you want, how much you want, put it down. Whatever you could you could put in your mind, you will you will get it. I had uh, commented on a post today on Facebook, and there was a the post about men and what they bring to the table as far as being a provider, you know, for guys, this, that, and the other. And then one of the women in the post said, well, all of that seems like a fantasy. Someone who comes in, takes care of you and takes care, you, you know, want to take you. It seems like a fantasy. So my simple comment was, well, it's a fantasy because you said it's a fantasy. Your consciousness has not accepted that that's a possibility that you can receive a man in your life that will come in and take care of you. Just like a lot of guys are running around here saying there's no good women out here. So if you're saying that consistently, that's all you're going to see is no good women. If that is in your consciousness, there's plenty of good women out here, but you're never going to come across them. You're never going to see them. Until you put it in your consciousness that there is one and you deserve to have one. Same thing for women. If you think that all men are dogs, all men are this and have this negative image of, of 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 men, that's all you're gonna focus on and that's all you're gonna see. And that's all that's gonna enter your realm of reality. Just like you have a see something you like like Lexus, let's just say a car and you like a certain car say it's a red car a red let's be more specific like a red Lexus uh uh what is that what's that top of the line is it LS or LX 570 something like that a red one as soon as you put that in your consciousness you will start seeing nothing but those that red car LX-460, I think that's what it is, or a G-Wagon. You want to see, let's say, a a black G-Wagon, brand new. Say you want to see that. And once you put that into your consciousness, you will see them everywhere. The only reason why you didn't, they were there the whole time. The only reason why you didn't notice it is because you weren't thinking about it. It wasn't in your consciousness. Maybe you want to have a baby, you you know, you want to get pregnant. And all of a sudden, you're going to see a bunch of pregnant women. Or you're going to see a bunch of newborns. That's more accurate. You see a bunch of newborns. (laughs) People having, you know, small babies. You see? So... One of the things that Reverend Ike says is you will never get any further than the ideas in your mind, and that's true, and that's all I was saying. And and, and she took offense to that. How do you judge me? I didn't judge. I just said, you know, if you believe that it's a fantasy that there's a man out there with all of those qualifications, if you think that's a fantasy, you'll never see it. You'll be blind to it consciously. And this was someone who purported to be, because in their thing, I've never seen a a spiritual man, and all that they said was, uh, all the men, they're unconscious. They're this. She said all the things that they were not, the things that she wanted, they were not. So instead of focusing on the things that she wanted in a man, she focused on the things that she didn't want in a man. And that's what she paid attention to. So that's all you're going to see. Let's talk about finances. If you're focusing on how much money you don't have, you'll never have a lot of money. Because all you're focusing on is how much you don't have, how little you have. That's all you will focus on. So if you want to have a lot of money, you got to focus on a lot of money. You got to focus on it daily, every night. You know. I'm trying to see, uh it's a scripture that relates to something like that. Let's see. Think it's, let's see. Here, it's Joshua one eight. It's it's very plain here. What it says. Joshua one eight says Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Now, the metaphysical meaning of that scripture, keep your intentions, the good that you desire, meditate on it day and night. Keep the the law of your intentions on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written or to receive everything written on your conscience. Then you will be prosperous and successful. There's only one way to get what you want is to meditate on it and keep it on your mind, your thoughts. Speak it into existence who cares if they think you crazy who cares they get tired of you hearing it if they see that's 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 a kind of a blessing because if they get tired of hearing it, they're going to remove themselves from your your presence and then they will no longer interfere with what you're trying to do let them think you're crazy because I don't know one thing, when you're sitting on a, a huge bank account, living in a nice house, have a nice ride, and you're able to provide for your family like you should, provide wealth for them, they won't be laughing then. They'll be wondering how you did it. And they know all you're going to do is say, I just thought about it. I thought about it and I manifested it. They're going to think you crazy. They ain't not going to understand that. Just like the young lady didn't understand what I was saying about, hey, if you say it's a fantasy, yeah, it's going to always be a fantasy to you. See, the carnal mind would take that as an insult. The spiritual mind would receive that and say, hmm. All I have, if I'm thinking it's a fantasy, let me stop thinking it's a fantasy and think it's a reality, and guess what? It will become in the physical. I always say the things that are seen come from the things that are unseen. It originates from nothingness, the thought of it. It starts in the higher realms, the higher consciousness of your Christ mind. Yes, you are the Christ who is manifesting life, who is manifesting all the good that you desire for yourself. There's no one else doing it. Not me, not the next guru. It's you. And I say it is your desire because even if you're receiving something you do not feel like is right for you, somewhere in your consciousness, You left room for that to become a reality. Well, what about I'm losing a loved one? Did I manifest that? No, you didn't. That has nothing to do with you. See, that's where we become selfish. We start thinking, oh, somebody dies that we wanted to be with us for a longer period of time. We start thinking, well, I didn't manifest that. No, you didn't manifest that. Just like you manifest your reality, you also manifest a co-reality. That was that person's journey. When their life ended, that was their doing. That's them. That's how they uh, manifested their own reality. You just happen to be uh, what you call a spectator, a witness of it. See, we try to define all these things. And when I say things, people try to pick it apart. But I didn't manifest that. No. No. You have nothing to do with someone else's experience other than to witness it and to be a uh, spectator of it. See, we're we're constantly trying to manipulate people's experience, even to the point of trying to keep them from death. Death is going to come for us all the body the physical death is going to come for us all one day there is an expiration date on this physical body and we must accept that and we spend time it was in the scriptures uh when when david the first child he had with uh bathsheba that child died and he was he was grieving while it was still alive and then when he when the child died finally died he cleaned himself up and he you know he had accepted the reality of the the child passing and and i think uh it was a scripture and they asked him why is he so you know you did all this this morning and stuff and now he he was like "The, the matter has been settled i have no control over that i can pray and give prayer and give offerings before and if all of that doesn't prove successful, then, and the person ends, dies. Then, what is what's all of the mourning for? It's not going to bring the person down. We we must realize that the body is temporary, but the spirit is lives on forever, goes into another existence. This is just one aspect of our experience a small one at that, a very small one that we place a lot of energy on and trying to hold on to it. We we expend a large amount of energy trying to stay alive instead of just living and enjoying the days day by day. Just enjoy, yeah. You know, hey, whatever you experience today, enjoy that. So today, um, uh, I went, you know, went shopping, and then this is this is this cigar shop that I always pass by. This mall, South Park Mall, It's called the uh, the what is the name of this place? Oh, the Tinderbox. And my good friend Thomas got me smoking cigars a long time ago. I stopped for a long time. And, you know, smoking a cigar is an experience. You don't inhale the, the tobacco. You're supposed to just take it in and, and, and receive those flavors. But today I said, I'm going to get some, and I'm going to drink me some, some um, uh, some rum. And I really... Before I didn't really get the experience, but this time I got it. It was really relaxing and drinking the uh rum along with it, right before the show. I said, Okay, I get this thing. <laughs> Not something I do like every day or the regular, but every now and then, you know? This is this is what's what's left over of it. <laughs> you know, it had a bigger ash, it was the ash like out there. Um you know, romance stuff. Uh, like I said, you are the author. You are the creator. You are the Christ that you're looking for. You don't have to look for me. You don't have to look for a pastor, or a priest, or a rabbi. You have it all. You was encoded with special abilities right from the time you was conceived. All of what you need was given to you. The only reason why you don't, you're not living it out is because you forgot. And the reason why you forgot is because the people that were teaching forgot who they really were. And they started teaching you this false reality that we're living today. This false reality of fear and anxiety that you got to get this and got to do this, and, and it's not enough time to get things done, there's always enough time. Those are illusions. You are whole as you are. You have everything you need. And that is your consciousness. Your God-given, divine, spiritual, high consciousness. But unfortunately, too many of us pay attention to the body and and want to worry about that. That's why things like Facebook, Instagram is so popular. Because people on 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 the screen just showing you the physical. trying to hypnotize you with their vanity, too many people fall for that. Oh, they got this, they got this, and people promote themselves like that. I got the lights nice out, I got the big this, I got this, I got the Bugatti, I got the, the Lamborghini, I got the, the $3 million mansion. They, they that, All of that stuff is a distraction from who you really are. Because what you are and what you're worth is way, worth more, way more than anything someone could show you. Any bank account. And to help you understand why you're worth more than any bank account, any house, and any other material thing that you can manifest, is because everything that is manifested, those physical come from where? The unseen. The higher consciousness of your mind. So you can manifest anything you want. You can if 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 Steve Gates worth forty billion, you could manifest a hundred billion. You just have to put it in your consciousness. You could be way more richer than any of those guys. All of us have that potential. But the difference is Steve Gates believed in his wealth. And he worked towards it. This is, this. you know, one of the reasons why these 1099A processes are so popular because people want to skip what I just read. Book of the Lord, always on your list. Meditate on a day or night. They, don't, they want to skip that stuff. And just get to this, oh, somebody said you could fill out a form and get this free house, this free car. They want to skip it. There's no skipping. You're not going to skip these steps. You're going to be on one big hamster wheel trying to do all of that. That's what's going to happen. You're going to be on one big hamster wheel trying to do paperwork to get your stuff, and you're going to be on one YouTube after another, one email after another, one group after another, one guru after another, looking for the very thing you already have. If you have in the consciousness of your mind that you can have this nice house, this nice car, this this good husband, this good wife, All you got to do is put it in your mind and then work towards that. You're not going to take a shortcut. There is no shortcut to that. But you never receive those things until you are divinely, consciously ready for it. No, No get rich quick. No getting a good husband, good wife, getting a nice house quick. It's none of that. I live very well. But I'm still not, nowhere near where I want, where, where my consciousness says I need to be. In the physical realm, yet, and I put yet, but in the conscious of my mind, I'm already a millionaire. I already have the multimillion dollar house. I already have the nice cars. I always, already have the genera- generational wealth that I want to live by, with, leave behind. I already have it in the consciousness of my mind. So that's where I live, in the consciousness of my mind. That's where I have my house set up. When Christ said, let, let me say this. Let me read it this way. Read it this way. I mean, this is the way y'all going to. Uh, It's in John. I want the whole scripture. Okay. All right. It says in John chapter 14. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, and God is the consciousness of your mind. That's that's you know that's the God, the metaphysical God I'm talking about. Believe in me as well. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? Let's stop there. You got to go to the many rooms, the many higher consciousness of mind, and prepare a place for the things that you want and desire. You have to prepare that consciously. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and welcome you into my presence so that you may also be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. He said, you know the way to the place that I am going. So this Christ, this physical Christ that they got out here, said, you already know. And I'm saying, let's talk metaphysically. When you tap into the Christ consciousness of your mind, you know where you're going. You know what you can receive. It's not a, a, a belief system. It's a knowing system. So you have to prepare the many facets, the many aspects of your thoughts and prepare a place. Then you go. Then the physical will follow. See, too many times we get distracted by other people's ideas and conscious thoughts that they're trying to manipulate and put out there for you to to be attracted to, and you get distracted. Wait a minute, I don't need these guys telling me about a 1099A and all these other fancy processes when I have the power of God consciousness built inside of me. All I got to sit back is, and just meditate on it, and as I meditate on it, everything that I, I desire is, is working its way towards me. And once it's, it's it now, you just got to work in in line with it, because we can push it away with. As soon as we get into this high consciousness thinking, we can start thinking, "Oh, but oh, it's taking too long. I'm never going to get it." Start talking like crazy like that. I know some of y'all in the chat talking about, oh, do I do this child support? I'm going to get to all of that. But you're never going to fix your child support or any other problem until you fix and align with your God-given Christ consciousness until you fix that, till you work on that. None of those things are going to work. You're not going to get rid of child support. You're not going to get rid of your IRS problems. You're not going to get rid of your debt. You're not going to get rid of your marriage problems or any other problem you got until you work on your spiritual self. And You guys heard this. Before. Matthew six thirty three says, But seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. But well, the problem is y'all chasing after the things. Some of y'all, not all of y'all, some people uh, uh, tend to go after things before they put forth the kingdom and his righteousness. Let me let me rephrase it. Before you put forth the power of your Christ consciousness and its righteousness. You have to do that. You're not going to get anything without doing that first. And when I see something that's taking a long time to get here, I really got to check me. I really got to see what is going on, Akeem. Why Why are you not there yet? Then I have to remind you, I am there yet. Spiritually, I'm there. All these other physical obstacles just moving its way, one by one, out of its way for me to receive it so that I can hold on to it. Because when you receive something that you have consciously put forth in your mind and you get it, you'll never lose it. Until... You lose the consciousness of it. Until then. Somebody ringing my doorbell. Hold on, y'all. All right, um, I I gotta cut this short, y'all. <laughs> and I was rolling. Uh, I gotta cut it short because I got somebody here that's gotta give me an estimate on some things, and he was supposed to be at eight o'clock. Well, it's five minutes to eight. So, um, that's my spiel for the night. Uh, I'm sorry to cut it short. I couldn't answer all of these questions. I will probably get on around nine o'clock and restart the broadcast. All right, peace. said, they man <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I um, just need that Question yeah. Um, the door, uh, this house, oh, all of oh, this here, called no, e Uh, some of that stuff is probably going to be not going to different some hooks in that box yeah. those boxes this is going to be reorganized a lot of that stuff is going to be down front out or give it away yeah. what are you moving to again? Next question. Huh? what are you moving to again? Oh, shot Oh, nice. Yeah. How about the canvas? Um, uh, oh, it's all uh, like right off. Oh, uh, I Exit, exit Yeah. No, those are not. that I not sure about And my oldest son, i not sure he did.
1: Okay, um, this is my daughter's room, it's a little chunky.
0: Yeah. This room... I'm sorry y'all. <laughs> I had to... I couldn't avoid that. Just wait for some more people to come in. I, I unfortunately I can't oh you know I'm gonna go back to the other video and look at the chat. All right, let's see the chat. Somebody asked what happened to the live stream. I had to cut it short because I had a I uh, told her I'd to be back on. But I'm on now. Yeah, I had to end the maximum because I had a, somebody coming here to give me an estimate. I forgot they were coming. Sorry. But, uh, Short show. But I'm back. Wait for more people to get in here. Somebody was asking about uh, child support in the last show, so I'm trying to find the, the chat from that video. Here's the chat? I don't see it. I'm trying to answer these questions. I hope they get back on. Oh, you'll be in Nolan Saturday. Look forward to see you, Maxim. Morning Monk One, peace. Everybody was in here. <laughs> Man, I'm sorry I had to cut it off. I had to. I, I probably should have just put it on delay. I didn't think it was going to take me that. It took, it took shorter than I thought. Yeah, I'm moving into a new home in June, and I'm just waiting. I, he just came to give me an estimate. Somebody sent me an email. Can you help me? About a week ago, Child Protection Church showed up at my house claiming it. alleged perpetrated against one of my own, claiming it out of the. I found out it was my own uh, with the election court, but Child Protection Church does not care. They're still proceeding with a sworn statement that I'd abused my. Um, yeah, I have to tell him to get a consultation on that one. My question is, where did this sworn statement come from? Who made this sworn statement? unfortunate I'm getting a load to the event hope the company gets me there on time I'm a truck driver well I look forward to seeing you over there um, I seen look forward to seeing you there After people are back on What up Jamie Alright well I know the seminar is coming up on um, Saturday, um, April the 23rd. Yeah, I had to end the stream because uh, I had someone who had to give me an estimate. And I didn't think it was going to be that short, but I could have just paused it and said I'd be right back. But my bad, I didn't do that. All right, I'm trying to find these questions that I had from the other show, the chat, but I can't seem to find it. So that's that. Oh, maybe I'll find it this way. I can I see the old chat? It's it not showing me the old chat. Well, I ain't ready to see it. all right, what y'all saying? Are you mean the 1099 stream? No, not the 1099. The one I just did. The one I ended early. I can't find it. Somebody had some questions about Child Support. Can I help? Yes, I can help. If you're listening, I can help with Child Support. I can help you. Oh, my bad. My camera went out. I done shut off the camera. Camera's acting up again. What the world? My, um, I'm going to have to end this one, too, because the camera's acting up now. Camera is acting up, y'all. This this is this is a sign for me to call it a night. So, listen to my last video, the one I did. It had some good information in it about your consciousness. This one is acting up. Uh, someone said about you, I have to send them notes to ask them for the agreement. Uh, Jamie, you're going to have to go into, you're going to have to sue them take them in and do what you call a a motion to vacate board judgment, the old order under uh, lack of subject matter jurisdiction. You're going to have to go, you're going to have to actually take them to court. It's just not going to go away with just letters. Them suckers don't like letting go. You know? They do not like letting go for real. So, I know some good news. Nobody, they don't, you don't have to get a mask anymore on the plane. Messing with my feet, y'all. They are messing with my feet. I can't, my camera stopped working. Nah, go to part, yeah, the other one is up. You can go and watch the old feed from, um, what's her name?